0: In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing, whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker. You'll find what you came for here, and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com.
1: Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian American woman. I'm Janet. And I'm Mel today's episode is about a topic that i don't know it's like loaded it's fun to talk about but it also makes me really cringe sometimes mm-hmm. how do you feel about it mel do you want to reveal the word do you want to reveal the word? <laughs> y'all we're talking about dating ugh. my current that's my current reaction to it is uh
2: my current reaction is, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think Jan and I are kind of um in different places on the spectrum in terms of dating. I think this is, we always talk about this. We do like a dating update episode probably every six months. Yeah, because you know what? We're not in relationships, so in some ways we have updates, but we don't.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I think Mel has actually had um some interesting dating stories. I feel like I'm actually really proud of you. I have to say that in the last like six months the activity
2: of your dating has picked up a lot yeah surprisingly i feel like um the winter winter season you know it is cuffing season right mm-hmm. um i my activity has picked up i think more than anything um where i am in terms of dating i'm a little bit more open-minded and we were just having a conversation today over lunch about how i think i'm just i know i say this all the time but i'm more ready and open-minded to take on that new part of the new phase of my life yeah and i kind of want to partner now to like explore that yeah
1: not only do you want it but i remember you were saying i'm in i'm just in the mood to go out and like meet people Mm. and i feel like like last year or even the year before that i remember you saying you're yearly average is like one date a year that's true because even though you're like i kind of want a partner but you were just like not in the place really wanting to like go through the motions of dating Mm -hmm. right and i feel like now you're like ready and i even remember i think it was like within the first
2: week of the new year you had already gone on two dates (laughs) what actually no i could clarify that so yeah yeah i will say during it was like winter i mean december january where i feel like i was talking to more guys Mm. and i've even, like, met up with some of them, like, on a FaceTime date versus just letting the chat die out. Mm-hmm. Um, which I could share later that it,
1: they're either each their own stories in itself, actually. And on my end, um, if you all listened to the episode that just came out before this last week, um, I was in a not fully, like, titled relationship, but I was seeing someone exclusively for like three to four months. Mm-hmm. So I was not dating, but that relationship ended um, right around like November. So I've had a couple of months now where I'm like reintroducing myself to the dating world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did, I have gone on like a video chat, but I'm I'm definitely in a, I'm like in the slower reintroduction than Mel. Um, so I actually want to go directly just into some of your stories, Mel, because you had two really like mm. solid Dates, I would say, during the winter months, right?
2: Yeah, and the funny thing is, uh, there's so many details in this because they happened around the same time. Yeah, which is, like not, kind of rare for me. Like I'm definitely the type of girl that like I may be chatting with guys, but I don't only really go on multiple dates in the same like time frame. Um, and Jana has been very keyed in on both stories because I was on holiday break and I needed a girl. Like, hey, <laughs> am I doing this right? But I could share the stories. Um, one was. They're both surprising to me in, bo- mm-hmm. in different ways. One was more unpleasant than the other. <laughs> okay, so let me just, let's just have some girl talk right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay, so let me paint the picture. It was around December, and I was about to go home to NorCal to spend holidays with my family, um, but then I got a cold. And I was mm. like, okay. And during this time, I already matched with one guy. I'll call him – what should I call this guy? Which one
1: was he? I'm trying to remember.
2: He was the one that moved from the East Coast – to mm. San Francisco for work and I will call him I haven't forgot his real name
1: right now. <laughs> Should we call him Mechanical and Pencil? For <laughs> it doesn't quite make sense. Okay, you know what?
2: I went on a live to talk about this. I'll call him Potato Boy.
1: Potato Boy. Oh sorry, oh. Tater Top Boy. Oh
2: Tater Tot, okay. And I'll explain later. So Tate so I matched with Tater Top Boy. Mm-hmm. And we were texting for about a week and I was like, okay, like I'm we're, we're kind of like you know getting along and i he sounded really promising based on his hinge profile he sounded pretty attractive and i i think at this point i'm like we've been talking for a while we should probably you know meet in person and just to give you guys context also i did set my location for sf because i knew i was going to be there for the holidays right so I was like, you know what let me change it up a bit la wasn't really i wasn't really feeling it and i plan on being back in the bay for a long time so match to tater top boy combo is going well there were some like yellow flags that came out that i wasn't quite sure like mm-hmm. for example i asked him like he moved from dc i was like oh how is like how is the dating scene compared to dc and sf and he was like oh i didn't date in dc and i was like oh and i don't know for me i was like does it mean that he like didn't date at all like this mm-hmm. is his first time dating or did he had a girlfriend so like my mind was like huh but i didn't want really to think too much of it yeah and i'm gonna go i'm gonna just f- finish this story first before going to the other guy yes So, with Teeter Top Boy, I was like, all right, I'm going to meet with him in person in SF when I get up there.
1: Ooh, actually, let me just, I do have a memory of Mm. we had a meeting, and I remember you were showing me the chat that you guys had, and we looked him up on LinkedIn. Mm. I remember the impression that I had from Tater Top Boy was I liked him for you because I was like, oh, on paper he seems pretty good and he seems nice, yeah. And it's like LinkedIn profile photo, it looks professional, you know, put together, yeah. Um, he had a, a good a good job, um, you know, I think he went to business school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're right, then it's a little bit of a yellow flag, like, oh, why didn't you date exactly? In DC? Okay, so that's the that's what we're kind of going into.
2: Yeah, and then at this time I was like chatting with all my single friends, and they're like, Mel, like, don't be judgy, just like. Go on the day and see, because I'm like, you know, I do enjoy our conversations, but there was like little yellow flags like mm-hmm. that. But I was like, mm, let's not think too much of it. Anyways, I got sick the day before I, I wanted to drive up to the Bay Area, and I was like, ooh, this is. I don't know if I feel comfortable going up, and so I like tested myself for COVID, got a rapid test, got a PCR test, and it came back negative. And I but I still decided to like stay back an extra day just to be safe. I also texted him saying, Hey, Tater Top Boy, like just letting you know I am not feeling really well. I did test twice for COVID because I know it's the holiday season. Um, but I could totally do a FaceTime date instead. Let me know what you prefer. Just wanna be clear. He says, Let's still meet up. It's okay. I was like, Okay. Mm. So we set the date for in person. I end up driving to SF first and I stay I was staying at my friend Sally's place and Sally and my friend Dookie they both like helped me dress up for the date and they both dropped me off on this date so like they dropped me off at this bar I see him outside and I'm just like oh okay I go up to him in person and I'm like oh okay like I'm not like oh shit you're mm. hot I didn't have that reaction but he looked nice yeah I think once he, we, he started talking I was like oh wait wait first
1: of all what was he wearing do you
2: remember I think he was wearing like a button down okay and he made jeans and like a bomber jacket so okay. pretty solid like yeah. you know like he was dressed well um Was he already sitting down when you walked in, or he was you, outside waiting for me? Oh, okay, that's yeah. nice. That was yeah. nice, right? So he waited for me to go up. Uh, but I think he we said he said hello, and then it was like I don't know. I first I was like I, I didn't get the like first reaction or first initial attraction. Mm. But we sat down, and then when the conversation started, I could already feel myself not being attracted to this guy. Mm. And I was like, damn it! I think I did have the thought that crossed my mind, like, oh shit, like. I could have saved myself like that reaction if I just went on a FaceTime date because
1: mm, I, see, I, I see.
2: I will say though, the older I get and as my preferences start tightening up a bit, which is not I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. I do kind of care how a man carries himself with conversation, mm-hmm. how he portrays himself like how he says hello and like, you know, greets you. And I think with this guy, I felt a little bit of social awkwardness, which is mm-hmm. not bad, but like most of the guys I've dated are very charismatic mm. and it's an interaction thing so yeah. that's something I felt we had this moment it's not a big deal I thought it was like okay so I'm just sharing everything with everyone at this point like I hope I'm not I, I might sound a little judgy to be honest that's uh, all you gotta you gotta put it all out there and a lot of what dating is is us judging each
1: other a little right? bit yeah but what you choose to do with that judgment is yeah is okay so I think you should totally just be be as blunt and honest as you that's know true. as is comfortable yeah
2: so okay after I had that initial thought, I was like, Mel, tune that out. It's okay. Like, don't – you're still here. Let's have – like, for me, let's enjoy the conversation. Yes. So that's what I had in mind. All right. So we sit down and we order our food. He was like – I think I felt like I – I kind of feel like I took the lead a little bit. And mm. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. So we ordered each, – we each got a mojito. We ordered tater tots for the table. Mm. And he got a, 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 a tacos. And I wasn't super hungry. Anyways, the food came. And he, got, and he stands up. Or he's, like, getting a little hesitant. He's like, uh – uh, I gotta go, I just got Invisalign, I gotta go to the restroom to remove it. And he, <laughs> he was saying how, like, this is our first date, uh, and, and I thought it was, like, kind of, like, oh, okay, like, I didn't care, because, like, Jay, you have Invisalign. I remember Mel texted
1: me, she's like, oh, he told her to mind you, because he's talking about he needs to take out his teeth. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, I told him, I was like, hey, like, oh, it's okay if you do it at the table, like, my friend also yeah. has Invisalign, I understand.
1: But also, here's the thing. And that's like uh, a, a charismatic way to handle that on a date is you say, excuse me, uh, I'm going to go to the bathroom, for, you know, excuse me for one minute while I use the restroom. Yeah. You go to the restroom. You don't have to tell someone you're taking it out. You go, because it could be you're washing your hands before a meal or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. You didn't have to, that's way we can handle it without having to bring in that, like, yeah. to reveal too much, I guess. That's true, that's cool. true.
2: I think we did talk about him getting invisible recently, so I was like, maybe that's why. Mm. But as he was in the restroom, that's when I texted you, and then I texted Sally, who also went to grab dinner with, like, Dookie and Sally went to grab dinner as they were waiting for me, and I and I just texted her saying, he just left to get to take off his line and she was like, "Ha ha ha!" She's like laughing <laughs> hella hard, and I was like, "Honestly, as a text, this is pretty funny, but I yeah. didn't care." But I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, interesting, yeah. like just things to know." Anyway, he comes back, and we just start having a conversation, and like just through the conversation, I just grew less and less attracted to him.
1: I remember, yeah. and I can I can feel your hesitancy, and I relate to this so hard because you're like, I don't want to be judgy, yeah, but I already noticed in your story already two to three times you said. I felt a little yellow flag, but I said, nope, I'm gonna keep going. So that's, you're already doing your part to be open minded, yeah, right? Yeah. And you shouldn't feel bad about not being attracted to someone. You that's know what? True. That's because I, I also remember when you were um, explaining to me why it didn't feel like you weren't vibing so much, mm-hmm. was the way you said, like, when he was talking. Um, And it's not, it's not because you weren't paying attention, but you just weren't like Engaged. It wasn't engaging. Like he would say something and then maybe it's the way he's talking or what he finds interesting that he's sharing. Yeah. I just remember you were like, I just had a hard time like maintaining attention. Yeah. You know, and that's not your bad. That's just, you know, not a
2: good match. That's true. Yeah. I agree. I agree. It's a vibe thing. I think for me also is like, I I was trying to describe like my, how the conversation went to someone They're like, why didn't it go well? like, it did not go well. It's just more like. I describe it as when I'm having a conversation with someone, I'm like, you're taking me on a ride, right? Are you driving this conversation? Where are we going? And I think Mm. with him, it felt like, where are we going with that? Like, did you throw it back to me? I feel like a lot of the things he asked me were things I already asked him. He like, he'll say like, uh, oh, I'm going to ask you the same thing next. So I'm just like, oh, like I already asked you that. And I'm going to give this example now. So the, I'm going to compare this date with the other day I'm going to share. Yeah. So I asked this guy, I was like, how would your friends describe you? And he was like, oh, oh, um, you know, that's a really good question. Uh, and I was like, oh, like, I think for me, I don't mind that you don't know the answer. Yeah. But how do you convey you don't know the answer? And, but mm. at the same time, I get you're nervous on a date. But I think for me, again, I've. This is also my history. Like I've been on dates with guys who know how to carry themselves very well. Yeah, and it's not like a ding on them. It's just that's my preference. That's what I'm attracted to, though, is how you carry yourself with confidence, even if even if you are not sure.
1: Yeah, and I remember you were saying that is like he didn't know how to carry himself in that way, or he didn't know how to like. It's okay if you don't know the answer to something, but then you can direct the conversation, or you can say, I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. Give me some time to think about that. How about you? How would your friends describe you? Exactly. Or or, or ask another follow-up question. Yeah. It does sound like even in your observation of when you guys ordered your food that you were doing most of the leading and that he didn't quite – he doesn't quite have like an agenda or a way to take control of – the situation yeah
2: totally get it and I think I found out the whole dating thing I think he was in a relationship maybe I forgot but so I understand like maybe it's like his first time back out there oh I see I see so I'm like I get it like I totally understand like I just feel like the conversation I think in the 80% of it I was like I was trying really hard and like I still enjoy getting to know someone but towards the 20% I was like well I know I'm like (laughs) I went to the restroom and I texted Sally I was like like, we're pretty much done. Like, I was done with my drink. I was like, I'm done. Can you guys pick me up? Like, mm. I don't really want to, like... My old me, because I had this before on a date where if you wanted to stay longer, I would have just kept going. Mm. But at this time, my friend's like, it's about, it's about saving your own energy. Yeah, so, like, if you yeah. didn't feel anything, it's time to call it quits. Yeah. And you did have... I did have a drink. I did enjoy it. The... I enjoyed my appetizing. I don't know what that was. Your tater tots. Yeah. Tater tots. <laughs> um, but I think other things through the conversation, I realized we weren't a match so just just little things i'm like okay this is i I know for sure not not just a conversation thing so anyways ended that date cool got picked up then to grab and then i went to grab like dessert with my friends which is great here's when the story gets interesting and kind of like ooh, and it's Mm -hmm. you know so i'm the type of person that usually after a date after the next day if it's not going anywhere i think it's polite to let the guy know you're not interested in a very upfront but polite way (sighs) <sighs> okay so the next day my friend told me and this is me being really honest yeah. being transparent my friend's like mel i think you should test again for covid because at that time omicron like omicron is like really
1: it was just starting to, to like, get spread. freaking yeah. crazy
2: and so my like, cold right it went it went away. It, it definitely died down i was like hey, i yeah. don't feel as bad and I did test before, and it got negative twice, and so I tested again in the morning that the next day. Yeah, and I tested positive, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" I was like, "Shit! Did I get fucking COVID? Yeah. Like, what the what the f? Like, and so because I'm the, I'm a the person, like I do wear my mask everywhere. Like I, I yeah. try to be. Well, very you had safe. already
1: tested twice before too. Yeah, and just to be,
2: just to be safe. And so at this time, I have I did not go home yet. Yeah, so I was still at Sally's, and I told Sally right away. She's like, "Yep, yeah, we're separating. You could take my apartment. I'll be in somewhere else." So she let me quarantine at her place, but here's the awkward moment, and I was like, "Fuck, do I tell the guy? I can't tell him I have COVID, and I'm not interested." And oh, go, you had two pieces of information. I was like, Fuck, to what serve. do I do, Right? <laughs> yeah. so I was like shit. So my my mind was like, you know what, Mel? Just tell him you have COVID. That way, like, let's just do one at a time. One at a time. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. let's not be like, let's not be that. <laughs> Shit. dropping two bombs it's yeah. already feel like shit you know like yeah. I was like when you get positive you just feel like a shitty person you don't want to infect people you're like fuck anyways I texted him I was like I am so sorry to let you know but I just tested positive I'm getting like I'm just I think it'd be safe if you test yeah. blah 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 so he was like thank you for letting me know like very polite about it and yeah. like I appreciate his politeness so at that point like he was still kind of texting me afterwards like mm. checking in on me which I appreciate but I think it got to a point where I'm like oh man I don't really want to lead you on yeah, and, like yeah. I kind of don't Fuck, dude. <laughs> it's yeah, like a really yeah, weird, yeah. weird situation, right? Um, so, anyways, safely quarantined. I ended up, like, not responding back to one of his messages. He was like, hey, what are you watching now? And I'm like, oh, like, I really don't.
1: Your guilt was starting to eat in a little. Yeah, yeah. and I
2: think someone told me. And maybe you. I texted you during, like, because I was obviously in quarantine. I was like, what do I do? And you're like, Mel, you don't owe him anything. Yeah. You know? And I was like, you're right. And so, finally, after I'm out of quarantine – and I'm back home safe. I tested negative. I was good. I was like, okay, now it's time to really just send the I'm sorry, but I'm not interested text. text yeah. And I was very upfront. I was like, hey, like I said, this is exactly what I said. I said, hi, um, sorry, I wasn't being responsive. I just wanted to be in my own space during my quarantine. I'm out and I'm safe now and I'm negative. Thanks for checking in on me. Something like that. And I said, I just really want to be honest with you. I want to thank you so much for being proactive and, you know, um taking me on the day and paying for the date. Um if I had to be completely transparent with you, I don't see a romantic connection, but I do hope you have a really good new year.
1: Yeah. And that's perfect. I remember reading that text and being like, this is great. This is perfect. And yeah, for you don't really owe him anything. You guys went on one date and he was messaging you but you had very valid reasons for not being quick to respond. You were you were sick, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then now and then now you're sending a very direct but polite message.
2: Yeah. And also I am the type of person not about y'all, but I had this fucking, like, checked by, like, six different people. Like, S- Janet checked it. Tim checked it. <laughs> and I have a group chat with four other of my, like, single-ish friends. Yeah, yeah. They all, four of them, checked it. They're like, get rid of that. It's fucking long. I was like, all right. <laughs> so they all checked it. So I was like, I'm good to go. I got my, per- my like, real-life grammar release giving me the okay. <laughs> so I freaking send the text. And this guy texts me back immediately and says to me, well, Venmo charged me then. And I legit was like... What? I literally, I was yeah. dumbfounded. I was sitting there by my phone waiting for the dot, dot, dots to be like, just kidding. No. yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, I didn't know what to do. I legit FaceTime called my singles group and it was like, no, I screenshot the message. I Facetime them and all of them on FaceTime were looking at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> like my two guy friends were like, looking at me like, I don't know what to tell you Mel yeah, like, yeah. They were just in, sh- in shock. Yeah. That, that was his response. And so I was like, what the fuck do I, this is weird. What do I do? And like, one of my friends, Sally, she was like, Mel, fuck that. Venmo charged him the whole amount and and then fucking write, who hurt you? Yeah. And I was like, Are you guys, I can't, that meat. And I was telling him like, I understand if it's like, I went to like a nice restaurant, or even like a, right, right, a big right. meal. Like we, be- I had five tater tots.
1: Yeah. Tater tot boy.
2: <laughs> he had tacos. Okay. I know. You had a couple tater tots. That's it. I had like five pieces. I was like, this is fucking weird. So I was like, you know what? Like, I finally came to the conclusion, like, I'm going to just, fine, I'll just pay him my half. So I texted him back saying, sure, just let me know how much my half was. And then he goes to me instantly. Ha, ha, just playing. Have a good new year.
1: Yeah. that was. I remember when you told me this, my immediate thought was, ooh, okay, he did like you, so he was hurt. Only a hurt person will respond that way to kind of neg neg you a little bit, you know? Or like, I don't know if that's the right word, but like, poke at you just a little bit. Like, he was trying to basically make you, like, kind of pull the rug from under your feet a little bit with that, with that type of, like, response, right? Yeah. Someone would only do that if they're a little butthurt, you know? So he was obviously interested, and, and yeah. then... But you didn't do anything wrong. You don't owe him anything. But I think that response to me showcased a little bit of emotional immaturity.
2: Yeah. I think a part of me is like, fuck, like, is he mad? I don't... Well, I don't, he, if he is fucking... That's like, yeah. you don't owe him anything. I just don't... You know, I think my guilt is kind of like... I didn't I don't think I got I gave him COVID but I'm just like I'm sorry for me I'm like I feel shitty for putting you in that situation but the same time I asked him I'm feeling sick did you want yeah, to, yeah. So you i had like, already told I him
1: I'm feeling sick I tested twice I'm negative right yeah. so I mean that so that's a good po- like I didn't think about him maybe being angry because of the COVID thing I was just thinking about mm. he was being angry because he's being rejected essentially that's true and then he came back and said the ha 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 so that's fine whatever but yeah I that was a pretty interesting story to me because I was like wow I
2: don't think I've ever
0: <laughs> never had that Happened.
2: I, I think someone messaged me. They're like, maybe he's just new to dating. He didn't know how to handle. Like he didn't know how to pay. I was like, no, I get that. But there's a way to have. There's social. The way you. There's a way to like conduct yourself in a yes, social way. Yeah, yeah, and that wasn't it for that me. That was just not it. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, I'm like, that was that story, and I'm and I was like, what the fuck?
1: I want to know has anyone else ever had that? If you've had an experience yeah. where you had a date afterwards be like hey like pay me for the other half of the date because of whatever i want to hear that story because you're yeah. the first person i've ever heard that happen to and
2: <laughs> yeah Damn. yeah anyone else out there had had a similar situation if you do what the fuck yeah. <laughs> what the hell This funny thing is, as that story was going on, I was also talking to someone else.
1: Yeah, and I, I like this because
2: they're very different. different. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So sorry, I'm just talking too much. Y- no, no, no. This is all the stuff that we want to hear. Okay. I've had this much activity in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the second guy I went on a date, I, I started talking to. I'll call him. He had a great voice.
1: Mm. Mr. Nice
2: voice. Mr. Nice voice. Oh my god. So. If you guys don't know, Hinge, Hinge now has a new um, feature where you can add voice prompts. Yeah. At first, I was like, this is weird. But one of the guys I I saw, I was like, I played his video or his voice. And I was like, this guy has such a great voice. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really, really like it. And his profile was like, you know, pretty good. I think typically I wouldn't maybe have swiped. But I was like, you know, everything else looks great. So I swiped right. And then we matched. And at first I wasn't sure how I felt about him because he was really adamant of going on a FaceTime call. And I was Mm. like, because he barely, he didn't give me 24 hours to respond to his last message. I was like, what the fuck? Is this guy like hella desperate or something? Mm. Or like, because I was sick. Yeah, So I literally, so um, just to give you guys also context, this is before I left for SF and I was, had a cold. I was like in my bed the whole time. And so we matched up and he was like, I want to go on a FaceTime date. I was like, okay, he's kind of really adamant. But at the same time, I was so bored of being sick i was like fuck it (laughs) let's go on a facetime date so literally five minutes before this call i had zero expectations this is the first time that i wasn't nervous i was like fuck it like whatever i'm like literally have a box of tissues a cup of tea in my bed and i just put on my fucking lashes in five minutes (laughs) call it a fucking day right um so we go on our call i was pleasantly pleasantly surprised and i was shocked like how i felt like Mm. this is the first time i will say ever on a facetime date or a conversation it just felt a real it was like one of the best conversations i've ever had
1: wow yeah that's a that's a I know high high compliment i
2: know and how how long was the conversation it was like probably two hours
1: damn right two hours for and you're sick so you're yeah. not feeling 100 but you were obviously like engaged Enjoy. enough yeah enjoyed enough to stay on
2: but actually let y'all know like i do tend to go for two-hour dates that's my average i like to talk a lot yeah. but One thing I appreciate about him is that he was so attentive Mm. and asked really good intentional questions. And I was like, dang, this guy, like, knows how to drive a conversation. And... I just liked how we would talk about something. He was like, hey, Melody, I just want to pause you real quick. Like, you said something about this. Do you mind going into that a little bit more? And there's, mm. it was like it was also, like, reciprocated both that way. Yeah. And there's also moments of laughter. I just thought it was really mm. funny. Like we were poking fun at each other. And it was just, like, the perfect blend of, serious, I'm getting to know you. You're actually listening to me, and I'm listening to you. And we're having fun.
1: Mm. So I was like,
2: this is perfect. Yeah.
1: That's great chemistry.
2: Yeah. And, like... As soon as I hung up the call, I walked downstairs. My roommates were downstairs. She's like, how was it? I was like, I was smiling. I was like, I haven't felt this way in so long. Like, I could describe it as like, they weren't like 100% butterflies. But I feel like, like, let's pretend all my butterflies were locked in a box. Mm-hmm. I feel some came out. Mm. And I felt the flutters. Yeah, yeah. You felt flutters. Yeah. 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 I was like, this is, this is what it's I'm nice. waiting for. Yeah. And so that went well. Fast forward. Literally two days after that amazing call was that Tater Top Boy date. Oh God. So <laughs> so just a comparison, the conversation, I was just like, dude, what the yeah, freak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just so crazy. And here's the thing I'll be really transparent about and I'll share is that if I have to be completely honest with myself, if you put tater top boy and um, nice nice voice guy together at a club, let's just say I'm in a club, mm-hmm. it didn't ha- I didn't talk to them, I would probably still I would still go for Tater Top Boy and not nice guy yeah. voice. But talking to both of them, I would totally not go yeah, for a tater-top yeah, yeah. Boy and, like, try to something with a nice nice voice guy. Anyways, after that, obviously, I was in quarantine. And me and Mr. Nice Voice hopped on, like, two more calls. Just mm. phone calls. And, again, there were great conversations. I felt I got to know him more. I was like, oh. And the biggest thing I loved about this dude was that I could legit see him in every group of my friends getting mm. along with everyone. And I was so excited about that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like – that just, like, kind of, like, made me realize, like, I do value that. Because I think in the past, all the guys I've dated, some of my friends didn't like. Yeah. There's always, like, mm, you know, like... And I didn't like that feeling. Yeah. So with this guy, as I was... So I think this time around with dating, I was like, oh, I really want to find someone that my friends would really get along with. Mm-hmm. He totally gave me that vibe. But after this third call the phone call so keep in mind first one was a facetime date second was a phone call third was a phone call Mm -hmm. i just started to feel like okay we get along really well and i said on the phone like i was like man like i could see me and you being really good friends yeah like we get we just get each other it's hella funny like he's my type of like homie you know but the romantic feelings weren't completely there Mm. and he's expressed like he expressed things to me like like interest yeah yeah so and he was
1: kind of flirting but for you you just didn't quite feel the flirtiness yeah back.
2: like that was like kind of exciting but i wasn't like ooh, yeah you know? and then i at this point i literally hopped on the hella calls with janet i was like <laughs> what do i do like am i overthinking this like this is the first time i felt something but i just don't like I'm, right now i don't know how i feel anymore like yeah. i don't feel any romantic things and then people are saying like you mean an in-person date i was like yeah maybe but like even so i was like what do i do and i think was it you Or someone said, just go on one more FaceTime date. You need to see his face. Mm. So I was like, so the next time we schedule a call, I was like, hey, do you mind if we go on a FaceTime? Like kind of just like want to like, you know like change things up a bit you know whatever so we go on our facetime date so in our facetime date he's also he's super sweet super like we're both really comfortable with each other yeah so there's a point where like he was like lying on his bed on his like laying on his arm Mm -hmm. and it just helped me visualize like what would pillow talk look like with him Mm, right yeah how would how would it be if i were in bed with him talking late into the night yeah would I, i feel butterflies what I feel, uh, certainly I feel, his hand was on my thigh. Yeah. And when I was visualizing it, I didn't feel anything. Mm. I didn't feel excited. Yeah, yeah. I felt, if anything, kind of, like, turned off turned by off. it. Yeah, yeah. I think when then you just kind of know. And, like, yeah. also, just for me as a person, like, I've had this happen in the past with mm-hmm. other guys that I found attractive. Like, I may find a guy attractive, may, we may flirt, but until it gets a little, like, cuddly or hand-touching. Yeah. And I have an immediate negative reaction that's mm. like my body and mind my mind telling me that's not it no yeah yeah so I knew in that moment I'm like shit I don't think this is it and so even though we were talking about having an in-person date I was talking to my other girlfriends they're like Mel if you know why are you gonna waste your time
1: yeah yeah oh that's so hard because I feel like finding the chemistry to be able to have that connection with someone is so hard and then when you don't feel sexually attracted. And you, it can't, it's like, oh, and it's hard for that to develop, I feel like, you know. I know. If it's not there, it's, it. there needs to be a little bit of a spark there, I feel like.
2: I agree. Yeah. And I, I think I know a lot of other people that maybe are like, I have friends who are like, oh, attraction grows for me and like physical and yeah. sexual attraction does. I've always been someone that's immediate or it's yeah, kind of like, yeah. you just kind of know. Either there or it's not. Yeah. yeah. But with this one time around, I was like, I just love conversation with him. I was like, you know what? Maybe I could try to, like, change my mindset a bit. But no, in the end, I also sent him, like, I sent sent both these guys a no rejection the same day. Both with opposing text back. So the other guy asked for a Venmo charge. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) Uh, This guy was, like, really nice. And he said to me. He's like, no need for a formal rejection. We didn't even, we didn't even go on a date, but thank you so much for being real with me. Then he later said to me, he did send me a follow up text. He's like, hey, just want to let you know, like, I really admire the way you talk about your friendships. I think Aww. it was really clear that you care about them so much. No need, no need to respond. Just want to let you know, I really love that about you. That's um. A-
1: I like this guy right? a lot
2: yeah 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 everyone's gonna be like no why don't you go for him I'm just gonna, you guys are listening that's what you to say <laughs> but at the same time i feel like he's someone i'm like you know what he's gonna find a great girl yeah he's yeah, gonna yeah. find someone fucking amazing yeah and he's someone i'm like dude i don't think you listen to this podcast at all but like oh, just like Fucking – Yeah, yeah. Well, good, stand good up solid stand-up good
1: person. I also – I really like that you you did really put a lot of thought into sending these messages to both of those guys, yeah. which I'm very proud of you for because I think it can, it can be really – Um, easy when you don't owe anyone anything to just like ghost or to you know whatever but um, not only did you take the time to do it but you also were thoughtful enough to pass it through multiple people to be like hey I just want to test like if you were receiving this message did it feel okay am I missing anything should I take anything out Um, and then you can see one of the guys obviously really
2: appreciated it the other one yeah uh, he will learn (laughs) He'll learn yeah I think for me though in general like I think ever since we talked about for years now like I think regardless of like, if I go on a date with you or we had, we jumped on a FaceTime call, I think for me, it's just like wrapping things up in a way. It's like, I don't want, I don't want you to feel like I just ghosted you or those type of conversations. So that's just my preference now. But those are my two stories in the past two months. (laughs) Very different. But I don't know. I just, it was very interesting for me because I haven't really had that. I haven't been, I haven't dated like this in a while. Yeah. It was funny because my friends, like, I was describing the dates and I was like, I think I'm going towards the wholesome route. Mm. But then my other friends like, Mel, I actually don't think you're the wholesome type. I was like, what? Like, (laughs) What does that mean? But I also learned that I really valued, I do want to date someone that I I can really see them getting along with my friends. Mm. That's like one of my strongest like barometers now. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think our friendships, all my different friend groups are very different, but they're also very tighten it. Mm-hmm. If you can't mm-hmm. get along with them, it's going to be an issue. Right,
1: right. What do you think is like the biggest takeaway from each of these guys for you personally?
2: I don't... I am think I'm still processing. I think, again, it's a friend thing. Yeah. Like, I want someone that could get along with, with my, friend. my friends and, and my family. Two... I guess two things. One, on the dating apps, I learned not to waste my time. Like, mm. if you're texting, just hop on a FaceTime call. Like, I would have saved myself that whole thing with that tater top boy if I just got on a FaceTime date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I now might just initiate that first yeah then before hopping in person yeah the third thing is that it's a for me it's a glimmer of hope is that even with the guy that i was in the end i wasn't physically attracted to or romantically attracted i should say to clarify having the the little flutters Mm. it makes me realize like yes i'm saving that box for the right moment Mm. i don't want to just i do think that you have to date around a bit to see what's a good fit yeah but i think when I have those those inklings or those feelings, it's just like I know I'm still capable of that attraction. That mm. kind of like that like high the school yeah, high yeah. school feeling of a crush, and I feel like I'm waiting to open the box for someone. Mm. I know I can. I'm just waiting for the right person. Yeah, yeah. It's just because I think when you when you haven't you guys I haven't had a boyfriend for like four years now almost. Yeah. And that when you don't have that interaction, it's not you forget that you could have that still. Yes. You know.
1: I very much. I remember like. 2020 and before was my big block of, like, five years of not really having a lot of anything significant romantically. And you start to very realistically fear that you're, like, what if I'm just, like, not capable of being attracted or, like, having that, like, romantic and chemistry and connection with someone. So the fact that you were able to feel some flutters Mm -hmm. is, like, really, really good. Yeah.
2: Jam and yapping away <laughs> like two dating stories. You no, know, you had
1: two really solid stories and t- like two really solid dating experiences, I would say. I'm I'm very proud of you for having those experiences. One, going on a physical date with someone, and then two, those are almost like they were multiple phone calls or FaceTimes, but they're like multiple dates with someone. Yeah. That's you know, true. you really deeply explored possible connection with two people. Mm. So it was really solid. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE.
1: I like jewelry that is simple, functional, and of high quality. One piece that I've been rocking recently is my Vermeil Gold Chain Necklace from Orate. It's been my go-to necklace for layering when I'm headed to special events and as a standalone piece for everyday wear. Because it's all real gold, I can wear it in the shower, during yoga and runs, anytime. This is really important to me because I don't like fussing with putting jewelry on and taking it off. I like to wear it almost as second skin. Orate sells direct to you without the middleman markup, so they can offer the same quality as traditional Fifth Avenue brands at a fraction of the cost, and their pieces are ethically sourced and sustainably made. For 20% off your first Orate piece, go to oratenewyork.com ABG and use promo code ABG. That's 20% off with no minimum spend, and they rarely have discounts as high as 20% off, so I really encourage you to shop now while it's still going on. This is the best offer out there, and it's exclusively for our ABG listeners, so once again, go to aurate Newyork.com slash abg and use promo code abg to get 20% off. Um, On my end, I. (laughs) So excited. (laughs) Well, so the thing with like the guy that I was seeing for like about four months, like we had never entered the stage of official. labels labels we were seeing each other exclusively Mm -hmm. but even for a period when we were trying to figure out the like define the relationship thing I did bring up like if you're not going to want to call me your girlfriend are you okay with us seeing other people yeah and he's like whoa I've never done that before but I understand why you'd want that proposal and if that's what you want to feel comfortable I'm open to that you know so he was very fair I wasn't quite emotionally ready to do that I did have I never I think I did delete the apps, but I don't think I ever deleted my profiles. Mm-hmm. So near the end of our relationship, or it wasn't a really, I mean, the relationship that didn't have a title, mm-hmm. I did already start going back on the apps and mm-hmm. I was just, just browsing and, you know, I had—I wasn't actually talking to anyone. Mm-hmm. So then when that formally ended, um, I did, I was like, fuck, here we go again, back to the rodeo, <laughs> the yeah, circus yeah, yeah. of getting, you know, getting back into the apps and spending more time on them and swiping and connecting and then chatting. And... I kind of just, this is one of those where I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to like, to your point of you get to the place where you're not going to necessarily want to text so much. You just want to jump onto a call or Mm -hmm. a video chat or something to gauge. Um, So there was one guy that I was talking to, talking meaning we messaged a couple times back and forth. And then I think he might have proposed a video chat. Um, I don't quite remember. Um, But Mel looked at his profile. She could kind of see why I was interested in this guy. Mm -hmm. He's uh, educated at Oxford, I don't if that makes me sound like someone who's, like, you know, <laughs> digging well, for... okay.
2: Based, so, she just showed me during lunch. And I was like, oh, I can see why you're attracted to him. he was, like, adventurous, like, like the arts. Like, he just seemed like he was the type to, like, take Jane on adventures.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he... In a lot of his photos, he was wearing kind of, like, a button-up shirt. But he had very, like, kind of loose, curly hair. Yeah. So, to me, that was a combination of someone who's like, you are somewhat composed, but you're also kind of free-spirited a bit, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I... Like his, I think he went to UCLA and Oxford and. I just gave like so I do like intellectual conversation and, do. and he also had a link in his bio about like um, I think it was like the climate report or something <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and then and then he did mention like he's a pescatarian so it's oh. like oh, right so to me I'm like that's someone who like thinks about the world and the climate and some or the world in some I'm not like a super climate person but to me I like I like that's like oh, a, a, climb on top <laughs> if, if someone if someone's like side hobby or they nerd out on that kind of stuff I do think it's interesting yeah right? I like I that um, and then in a couple of our chats, he was like, oh, sorry, my brother's here with my niece. Or like, oh, yeah, I'm heading to this. So it's like, oh, he's close to this family. Yeah. He's around kids. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. This could be a thing, you know? Yeah. And I remember at the end of the day, when we were about to get on the FaceTime call, and I was like, oh, I'm kind of tired. I'm kind of like over this, whatever. But I was like, I'm going to force myself. I'm going to do it. Yeah, Just yeah. get it done. So I get on, and it was even through the app. We didn't even exchange phone numbers. It was through Hinge. Um, and the moment the camera turned on, and he started talking, I was like, Ugh. Really? <laughs> I felt, okay, I'm not gonna feel bad about this. The same as we, this is a safe space and I should just be as honest, right? Yeah. Um, I just, I got this strong, like, almost like, I don't know if this is gonna be PC. I'm gonna say it and then I might, maybe we could take it out if it's not. I got like, White Valley girl vibes from him. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, Like, the way he was raised, I think, in like Southern California. And so were you? Yes, and so was I. But – or SoCal's a very large region. But he talked like someone who, like, came from the – like, a girl that's like, like, oh, my God, I'm not – that is so – I would not do that, you know? Like, that's the way he talked. And most of the people that I know who talked like that are, like, white girls from the Valley. Yeah, yeah. So I was already kind of, like, a little turned off. And then um, there was, like, an air of pretension around how he described some of his, like, interests. Like, he was talking about, yeah, you know, I do like to, like – travel here with my friends and you know we're starting this like business venture and the, the model is all around the economics of blah and some of it was interesting to me but it was almost to the point where I'm like you're someone who kind of just like has hobbies with your friends and you guys talk a lot but you're not actually doing anything and you're kind of just like sitting on like the idea of oh. being maybe I'm being a little rude or judgmental but that's kind of what happens When you meet someone, you're just trying to assess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those judgments aside, I was just the moment he started talking that because he had that kind of like air about him, it was a turnoff. But I was still to your point, I'm going to be open-minded. I stayed on that call for 40 minutes. A 40-minute video date. Because part of me was also I got to a place where I was like, I'm kind of bored. Why don't you keep talking? The other thing, I'm actually only talking about this for the first time out loud. Another thing that I processed from him is I realized like he did begin the conversation just talking about his work. Oh. And um and it was a safe it's a safe topic to fall back on. Yeah. Right. And but I almost felt like the way he treated our quote unquote mm. date FaceTime felt like he was treating a work meeting. And to me, I also didn't have quite the energy or desire to like lead the conversation. So yeah. I open it up and I want him to see where he first wants to take this. So when we open up the camera, you're already giving me these like kind of white pretentious valley girl vibes. Yeah. And then you, and then I'm like, oh, cool. So yeah, how was your day? He's like, well, I was just on another work meeting and I'm trying to do a better job about having boundaries. And that's been successful. I like shut down. I, and I was like, oh, so I just like, entertaining him by asking more questions about his work Mm. but realized that he was just answering them and then going deeper in and it felt like I was having a work meeting with him and there was no real questions turned back into me until much later in in the call and a thing that I like even I am someone who puts a lot of focus on work but that's something that actively in the last three to four years of my life I'm trying to have better boundaries Mm -hmm. over And as I am aware of that, now when I go on dates with people, Mm. I think I'm also looking for a partner who isn't – I want you to have passions and a grind, but if all you're focused on is talking about your job, and even in his focus, he was talking about trying to be better balanced with his work and life. Yeah. And that just wasn't – I don't know why it wasn't attractive to me. Maybe because I would really admire someone who already has figured out that balance. Yeah,
2: I I can see that. But you know what, for me – Ugh, so as you're talking, it makes me realize more st- – another thing I really loved about nice, like, nice guy voice. Yeah. He said to me, it's like, I'm not going to ask you about your job. Yeah. Because I yeah, don't yeah. – because he's like, I don't think that's something we should – Yeah. Do. And then – because I did say to him, like, I'd rather you not ask. He's like, yeah. no, until you right, want to talk about it, we can talk about it. Yeah. So I was like, he already had that boundary. Yeah. Man. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. I think for this guy, the reason why I – if I were you, I'd be turned off is that – I understand. We're in a – we're – me and you, we just had a burnout so Yeah, We understand <laughs> the struggle to find work-life balance sometimes. But for me, the reason why I find this interaction to be a turnoff is because you're telling me how you want to have a work-life balance and you want to, like, turn off – I wouldn't use that moment to be like, "All right, now talking about work enough about me. How's how's your day going?" Yeah. Then that's your moment to spin it. Yeah. Because yeah. you're just going deeper and deeper, and for me, I'm just like you're just becoming. You sound more and more like a workaholic. Yeah. And yeah. also, again, to even go further with your point, you sound like someone that is talking the talk but not working the action. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Change the conversation. Let's stop talking about work then.
1: I think that's – that's also the vibe that I got when I was asking about his, like, what are your interests and what you do? And he was talking about how – you know, because I think having having gone to – Oxford for grad school he had friends all over the world internationally he likes to travel and he's like, yeah I would meet up with them or I'm working on like work we're working on projects and business um, plans together but the way that he was talking I was like it's a lot of like probably like theoretical philosophical you're planning things and you're not actually doing anything Mm. and that to me was like oh I'm I kind of like someone who like takes action on their passions or something like I don't it just yeah the baseline though for me was like I just wasn't really physically attracted. I didn't have that romantic at mm-hmm. all. And then I was like, okay, fine. Then let's see if like, – but still being open-minded and spending time. And I was like, maybe this could just be a fun conversation for a Tuesday night. Yeah. And then when even then trying to talk to him, it was like not really sticking. I hit a point where I was like trying to – I was like, okay, in my head, how do I end this? How do I end yeah, it? Yeah. how'd you end it? Um, not very – gracefully (laughs) you would think that after podcasting we've learned how to transition well right but honestly this is like 9 p.m at night you know by then I was already kind of tired going into it I was like trying to make it work and then I was just like (gasps) I took the moment of beat that he had like a little bit of sense. I was like, "Oh, you know what? I'm so sorry. It's already nine. My gosh, I have like a long day ahead of me tomorrow. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat." And he's like, "Oh yeah," I could tell he was like not super taken aback, but I think he got the hint that it's like, "Okay, it's not gonna yeah yeah." yeah, yeah. It was very nice talking to you. It was polite. Hang up, and then no no further messages. Oh, you yes, stopped messaging. Yeah, no more messaging. Mm. So. <sighs> <at> least... <laughs> damn but you know what for me I've learned that like I just want to get my reps in uh, in terms of dating again like the reps of swiping and connecting Mm -hmm. and then the rep of sending messages and then the rep of getting on a Face a FaceTime or like a video chat yeah
2: I feel you. I think once you get more in, for me, it gets me more excited for the next one. Yeah. i like less, like, afraid. Yes.
1: Yeah, you kind of got to shake out the nerves a little. Because yeah, it's
2: yeah. never, it doesn't always feel natural to be. Dating itself is just not a natural thing to do. Not on the apps. Yeah. When you're kind of like, you're already going into, like, oh, like... you my husband versus (laughs) like I I do miss the whole like I miss college because of like the meeting naturally and like I think even the whole idea when you're attracted to someone and there's a little bit of flirtations between you both and you're uncertain there's some there's some excitement about the unknown
1: Yeah, yeah that I kind
2: of like versus on the dating apps you might not know right away if you like him or not, but it becomes, you kind of go on it for the same reasons. Yeah. A little bit. The premise is
1: already there. There,
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know what's really funny now that we're sharing our stories about dating is that it's really hard to describe why something didn't work either. Like, Like, I think if anyone, like, I'm pretty sure our listeners are like, what the hell? Like, for example, like, Mel, why don't you go on the date with that guy? And I was like, you know what? Like, I can t- sit here and talk to you about it, but if you're not in my head and the feeling is hard to explain, yeah. you want to hear about your story, Jay. Like, I'm not you. For me, I was like, one question I was going to ask you was like, for example, how did you know he was all talk and not in plan? Like, what 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 gave you this sign that his talking about his plans with his friends around the world wasn't just, he's actually doing something yeah. like Yeah,
1: he might be. Actually, that's a good point. I probably was just jump, you know, I think I just started like, judging him when he started talking about his work and hard of hard to put up boundaries and hard to like yeah maybe I was judging him for all the wrong reasons because he was also like he seems like someone who's kind of a bit of a floats around the world. Like, he was, like, just in his place in Santa Monica for a little bit and maybe thinking about traveling to other place. I don't... Yeah. Maybe I was just... I just got this weird vibe where... I, maybe it's also because I didn't actually understand some of it. Maybe he was speaking above my level of, of what they were trying to do. But mm. I didn't... It just sounded like they had a lot of plans Wait. that were not, like, very concrete. Was it too woo-woo? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. It was a little woo-woo and it was a little bit... Like, it was, like, very theoretical. I think he was talking... They were trying to come up with different business models. And then, like, having convincing people to use those models or something and i was like i i'm like this is all stuff that well part of me was thinking usually people i'm like once again being judgmental i think he worked in like bio something and i was like okay you are someone who worked in you went to undergrad studying probably that uh, I think he studied bio or something like that and then graduate school in that and then now you've worked at I uh, I believe he had that like one single industry job for a long time and then he's like coming up with these other side plans and I just thought someone who's been in school for a long time understands theory doesn't quite understand application and a lot of how different industries in the real world work. Oh I see. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because um, yeah I feel I feel like it's like if you understand the way that real that, that certain industries function and how like Corporations work and all of and like mm. all that. I was just kind of like, you sound very like fantastical. And oh, I ha- see, Like see. these these are great plans, but in reality, I don't know that that's gonna work. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
2: It's hard, cause like I get what you're saying, cause like I definitely encountered like I encountered a guy I was attracted to, and I was like, oh, I mean, he's a mutual friend of mine, and my guy friends like, man, I don't think you should go for him. I was like, why? He goes. He always has these ideas. And I'm like, for me, I'm like, oh, cool. Like, it's hard because when you hear that, you're like, oh, great. They have an entrepreneur mindset or whatever. Yeah. But then when you like hear a, a other friend who's also an entrepreneur tell you, no, as an entrepreneur now, <laughs> he has a lot of ideas but doesn't execute yeah. or he's always changing his mind. And I'm like, ooh. So I could understand what you're saying now because I think we're both people that I had this conversation with another friend, but I think we're both people that at the age we're at and where we're looking for a partner we don't want things to be in theory. We want things yes. to be in plan. Yes. And I think it's not like... I understand everyone's looking for different things and there are different places in their lives. Um, I could... This is me saying now, right now, in my point of life is that I prefer someone that is like, you're already doing the work. Yeah. And not saying people aren't when they think about the theories, but I want to be building something alongside someone yeah. a little bit versus like maybe five years ago, I would be all about the theories. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or like... But who can? Who knows if I my partner might be in one plan now and wants to change something else, I think for me, just knowing that he already had that plan previously, I have more trust in that potential. So, yeah. it's, it's it really is depending on where you are and what you want, but I understand your you yeah coming
1: from. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, get it, you know? And it's like, keep in mind, this is coming as a strike too, to just, first of all, just me not being attracted the moment oh, we I got see. on call, yeah. you know, because, and it wasn't just physical, it was the way, the energy and the way, the he, way he carried himself. The way, that was already for me, I'm like, okay, I'm not as attracted to that, now I'm looking for other reasons to be attracted, attracted to, yeah. and then when you also, because like, I could really get along in other things with someone, and yep. then they maybe are like a dream dreamer and that's or like you know more like they they're like um how a lot of things in theory and they're not executing that's fine you know but just like that that part of yeah i think i think to your point like i am at an age where i've been seeking certain types of stability Mm -hmm. and i think i was also maybe i'm a little bit um uh jaded from also having spent a lot of time in san francisco during Um. the tech where I was like, I've met so many people who are like, mm. I have this business idea, I'm doing this thing, and I'm it's exciting at first, and after a while you're just like, Oh my God, do you understand that like it's not like I just became so much more of a realist, I think, mm. from being
2: around that, you know? Totally yeah. understandable <laughs> too. For sure, for sure. I I I I get it. And I feel like it's hard because like I mean, living in LA and dating LA, you meet a lot of people that are I mean, I'm a dreamer, I'm fantastical, yeah, yeah. but you meet a lot of people who are doing who are in that or in the city to do that. You yeah.
1: Know, but if they don't have anything. Certain, to your point, like, yeah. I think being a dreamer, have the trait of being a dreamer is important and necessary. Yeah. But by the age of when we're in our 30s, I'm like, I want to have seen some, like, action yeah, yeah, in that yeah. direction. And from him, the things that he was talking about, I was like, nah. yeah.
2: Also, <laughs> just to give people context. So like, I know we share this, like, there are X factors or X files, but you dated guys who've been, like, in the transitional period yes. of a career. And yeah. it's been hard for you because you're like yeah. – I did it. You're like, I already done this. I, I get why you would want stability. So I totally understand. Thanks for sharing your story. <laughs> this is my first time hearing you too. I guess to end this recording, yeah, an episode. What are your like twenty twenty two dating like? I guess approaches or what do you want in (sighs) terms of dating this year? I think, uh, especially after last week's
1: episode, I think I had kind of shared that my general headspace when it comes to like romance and dating right now is kind of like, fuck it. Like I kind of don't, I don't. I felt like last year I put so much energy, Mm. mental and emotional energy, into trying to like, to. To work on that part of my life yeah i think this year i don't want to put active like energy into it mm-hmm. and not to say i'm going to be lazy about it but i don't think i'm going to be deliberate about things i'm going to be open and receptive to things i think um this is already me sounding like <laughs> questionable but more like i kind of don't i kind of just my plan is to not have a plan
2: mm, okay how's okay. that sound like That's, to just be open and not have a plan i love that it kind of sounds like i don't know why when you're describing your plan i picture like your door is open, but you're not stepping out of it. Yeah. Like your door's open, like come welcome in. Yeah, yeah. Come stop stop by for tea, but you know.
1: Yeah, that's a great analogy, yeah. But
2: you're not going to go put in invites in everyone's (laughs) mailboxes.
1: You know what I mean? How about you, Mel? What is your, when you think for 2022, Mel's dating approaches or themes Hmm. or how you want to approach dating this year?
2: Yeah, so Jan and I did have lunch before this recording and I feel like it was a good conversation because it did help me kind of, process or like kind of figure out what I want this year like one I will say that with those two days to like round out my 2021 it definitely put me in the mindset of like I am definitely more open to meet more people this year I I feel more social this year Um, I didn't realize I forget I forgot that one of my goals for last year was just to focus on me Mm. and I think when you're like I don't want to say I was broken but when you are like kind of scarred through other like things Like I was struggling with self-esteem end of 2020. So I wanted 2021 to be the year I rebuilt that. Yeah. So I feel like I rebuilt it enough to be like, I'm ready to like entertain the idea of a partner. And I think now with 2022, I'm definitely more open to like meeting people and like I want to date more and I want to talk to more guys. I I think this year it's about just, I'm I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. I'm ready for one for sure. And I'm excited. Like I'm more active on the apps. Yeah. I don't know if things are gonna work my way, but like I get, I, I had this shower thought where I'm like, you know, even those two dates, they're completely opposites. But in some ways, those repetitions are like getting myself out there. Yeah. Kind of like it does help you figure out what you really want and yeah. what you value. Like first guy was a no, but the second guy, even though it wasn't the right complete match for me, and I'm like, there's a lot of good takeaways from this that I thought I wanted, I didn't, and th- and things I. I realize I do want that I didn't realize before. So each and every person I talk to, I feel like I'm getting closer and closer. Yeah. But I'm not going to be like, you know, hiring a freaking matchmaker right now. But like, I'm (laughs) open to be more like, I always joke around like, yeah, with dating apps right now, I definitely upgraded a premium. Yeah. Because you can manifest a partner, you can manifest mm. what you want. So my thing was like, why don't I help manifestation out a little bit? <laughs> yeah.
1: I love that. I feel like you are, you're actively putting more energy into it mm-hmm. and you're act- actively more open. So if I'm like in my room and like, I'm like, people can come in for tea. I'm just gonna chill here. I feel like you're like getting dolled up and like going out onto the onto- On the porch. Yeah,
2: on the <laughs> I'm on the porch being, hi! <laughs> yeah. I'm here. I feel like
1: you're actively actually going out to like the local club or the local bar right yeah. I feel like you're ready to mingle
2: yeah I'm a little bit ready to mingle yeah <laughs> it's very yeah it, it, it's been fun I think yeah I'm ready <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you know 2022 let's see what happens I yeah. have no idea I'm excited though yeah I'm very excited I'm curious
1: for our listeners what does dating and romance look like for all of you in 2022 um, what are your uh, things that you're going to focus on what are your approaches yeah, I'm curious. I want to hear it. So le- let us know and leave us comments around that.
2: Yeah, please. Yeah, comment on our Instagram post. Or if you're in our Discord, you ah, know, we so do post... channels for that. Yeah. Yes. Or if we we do have a podcast um, channel where we kind of share the recent episode. I love for y'all to start a thread. I know we have yeah. a singles and dating channel. You guys are so active in it. I love reading through the messages. But I'm actually very curious to hear, you know, as... My fellow singles out there, what yeah, what like Janet said, what are your new approaches in to dating in twenty twenty two? Please either start a thread in that channel or in the podcasting episode channel. Please we wanna we Jane, and I wanna know. Yeah. Are you in are you in the room with Janet or are you on the porch with me? Or yeah. like <laughs> where
0: are you at, you know? <laughs> If you resonated with today's episode, let us know in the comments of our IG post. And if you'd like to put faces to our names, you can find us on YouTube, where we share vlogs, an audience Q&A segment called Dear ABG, and much more. Our handle on both platforms is at AsianBossGirl. If you resonate
2: with today's episode, let us know in the comments of our IG post. If you'd like to put faces to our names, you can find us on YouTube, where we share vlogs, an audience Q&A segment called Dear ABG, and much more. Our handle on both platforms is AsianBossGirl.
1: And we have a couple of shout outs for today's episode from Brianna in the Bay Area to her sisters of Alpha Kappa Delta Phi. Happy Founders Day to all my Katie Phi sisters, love and friendship. In New York City, Donna is sending a shout out to Bonnie. Good luck on your second semester of grad school, girl. Thank you for always being there for me and checking in on me when I forget to check in on myself. Love you to the moon and back, Bobi. From Angelina in Singapore to Rico, thanks for being the most supportive boyfriend and for introducing me to ABG. Here's to never stop improving ourselves together. In Fresno, California, Star is sending a shout out to Destiny. Shout out to my bestie Destiny Lore for always being there for me and getting me hooked on your podcast. Love you. All the way from India, Lashini is sending a shout out to Naomi, Twinkle and Rosie. Go girls, give your best in everything that you do. In New York City, Wenhee is sending a shout out to Wendy. Thank you for being an amazing girlfriend. I'm looking forward to our bright future together. And in Sacramento, California, Esther is sending a shout out to Tiffany. Congrats on your promotion Tiffs. I'm so proud of you and you're going to thrive in this new chapter of your life. If
2: you'd like to send a shout out to a friend, check out our link tree in our link in bio and click on shout outs. And last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all her magic on our episodes, including this one.
1: Thank you all. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye.
2: Bye.